guys welcome back to my podcast uh welcome back to authentic living this is your host Ling sheila from nairobi kenya sending you love lots of love from africa from kenya as a country and in your if you're in the 254 give it a shout out if you've been to kenya and you loved it give it a shout out or you can comment on my section or you can actually send me uh an audio message uh, you can do that through Anchor. I'm recording this podcast through Anchor, which I'm so grateful for. Thank you, Anchor, for um, providing a platform where we can record um, awesome podcasts and create them and be able to distribute them on different platforms. And I'm so thankful for that. So shout out to Anchor. If you want to create a podcast, if you want to record even an um, audio, any sort of thing that you're planning to do, just try Anchor as a as an application it's an amazing app and honestly i i i'm so thankful because even editing podcasts and actually like creating different segments is actually very easy so where do i start today oh my goodness to start off i slept at 7 a.m in the morning today um i i recorded a whole podcast like an hour long yesterday at 3 a.m that disappeared within a second i think thanks to um slow internet at the moment at that time and i think it's actually great that it diluted itself i don't know some things actually just work out for the better so today i am going to talk about authentically being me hmm why because i feel like i'm at a place where I want to own my struggles and i want to maybe help someone who's feeling under the weather maybe help someone who's feeling like uh, they have no purpose in life. Maybe they help someone who's feeling like they've been stuck in time for so long. Because that's the case for me. And I'll tell you about that in a little bit. But if you feel like your life isn't perfect or your life isn't the way others, other people's lives are. Or you're comparing yourself to other people's lives. Let me tell you one thing. Life is not perfect. I am sitting here in my parents' dining room table and I am... I'm doing a bit of work, but I, st- you know, where you pause, you sit up and you pause and you're like, Phew. I have so much to sort through within myself and that's where I am. So I will tell you a brief, brief background about my life, about, uh, maybe I'll, I'll tell you about the parts that I struggle with most because everyone is out there. Like I said, in my authentic intro, Everyone is out here, out here portraying like life is so perfect. Like life is, you know, you've got the best everything. Your life is great. You drive, I don't know, I don't know how many thousand dollar um, cars worth. You know, you 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 wear the best. You wear the best. Sorry, you wear the best cologne, perfume. You rock the best phones. You know, you you have this life. You're out clubbing and you have great friends. But when you really look at it, not everyone has that life. Or even if they do, they have their own struggles that they don't post on social media or they don't put out there in the universe. And I'm all for, actually, I'm at a point where I'm advocating for people to talk about their struggles because it's the reality of life. There's nothing that's perfect. There's nothing that's so beautiful and grandeur and, you know, I don't know. Everything has its struggles. So I will start with myself. <clears throat> I finished campus in 2013. I did an undergraduate in law. I did it at the Catholic University of Eastern Africa. 
Now, law was not my first choice, but somehow <laughs> I was influenced and that was out of fear. Um, I can't really get into details, details about that, which is, I think is sort of unfair to the listener, but please understand me when I say it was influenced by my dad, mostly. And... I did law thinking, okay, I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Sheila, you're going to love it. You're, you're, you know, you're intelligent, you're articulate, you're eloquent, you, you've got confidence, you're going to be fine. So when I started law, it was okay. Then for, I remember first year, first time, I got amazing grades. Then after that, I don't know what happened. Everything just went downhill. No, I got bad grades the first semester. Then the second semester, everything was amazing. Then the third semester, things were okay, I think, if I can remember correctly. Then after that, everything just went downhill. I started, you know, chilling out, just feeling like, Ugh, I don't want to do law. I wanted to change my course. I wanted to be those kids that changed their courses uh, secretly. And then it will be a success story. Like after four years, you'll say, oh, dad, baby, I changed my course. Or, or dad and mom, I changed my course to this uh still love you i I still succeeded i got this amazing degree and you know i'm gonna be great i i that was the first i think flagship or rather like red flag of my my fear like the actual fear in my life so that was the first so i finished my undergraduate which i didn't perform really well but i still finished nonetheless so i had started looking for work I finished my undergraduate in October 2013. I had already started looking for work in, um, like, by January 2013, I already knew, okay, I'm finishing school. I need to start looking for jobs. I just want to be financially independent, sustainable, and everything. Then I finished my undergraduate. I partied a bit after that. And then now came my depression. I think that was the first part of my depression where I felt like, I didn't, I would say depression because, not because I was clinically or medically diagnosed, but I had days where I would lie in bed the whole day. My room is dark, curtains are closed, and you're just in darkness because you felt like you deserve to be in darkness. So I would call that somewhat some sort of depression, right? And I did that for almost, I think, a whole two months. And I would cry and like the whole day I would cry. And um, I didn't know why. I felt like I didn't have purpose or I, I wasn't living the life I wanted to live. And that's just after campus. You know, life doesn't just, you know, you, you know, you have this image that life starts and everything, but it didn't start. So um, I started, I worked with my mom for like, I think a year, if I'm not wrong. She has a business, she's an entrepreneur, and things were okay. Then I started to realize, okay, this is not what I want to do. I love my mom, I love her business, I respect it, I appreciate it, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. So you sit down and you ask yourself, okay, you did a degree you didn't want to do. Uh, you are so afraid of doing the things you want to do. So what do you really want to do? So... um my next step in life, I think, was guided by the life I thought I deserved or the life I wanted. 
And the life I wanted was, I wanted a job that would help me travel around the world. I wanted a job that, you know, all those things that you imagine. You want a job that you're an executive or you're high flying and you have a nice job in management. You get to travel in countries, you get to run projects, you get to speak and actually implement policy and change and that's another thing i always thought that my life had to have purpose like i didn't believe in some sort of financial self-development i only believed in like social responsibility so i always thought if i have a job fine um i would get it because i wanted to help others and i always felt like my purpose in life was to help others so uh, so I started my own, no, I started looking for work and then I got, luckily I had an amazing friend who, whose mom helped me get into an international NGO and I can't name names, disclaimer, I cannot name names of companies, organizations, it's, it's just ethical, it's just ethically wrong, not for my own purpose, you know, not for my own, uh, endeavors, I think it's just wrong. But generally, yes, I got a, a great internship. They were paying so well, guys. They were paying so well. They were paying like, um, they were paying me around $20 a day, which is around uh, 2,000 shillings. And at the end of the month, you know, if you calculate that times 30 days, which is around six, $600, which believe you me, in Nairobi, Kenya, that is a lot of money for an internship. Uh, internships usually mostly between $200 to $300 and $300 is even if you're lucky sometimes so I was getting $20 a day and now it would translate to I wasn't working throughout the month because okay I had to go on um, leave yeah so the, the, the times I was on leave, I was going to be paid. But for three weeks, I used to be paid $20 a, a day. And that was amazing for me. That was a great experience. It was a great organization. There was no dress code. Um, I used to leave at four, um, which was great for me. Mm, it wasn't so far from home. It was just perfect. Now, I worked my hardest. I worked my best to secure a job there. But from the beginning, they had already told me this is a contract. We're going to keep you only for, I think, a month. But they ended up keeping me for around three months. So I thought, okay, I'm doing well, I mean. And I worked my hardest. I used to go in early, like by 5.45 I was in the office. Because if I made the mistake, I live on, um, <laughs> I live somewhere. And um, there's a road, <laughs> basically Langata Road there. Eh? If you wake up uh, late, if, you, if you're not on the road by 5.30, by 5.45, like 6 a.m. will catch you in traffic that will end at probably even 8.30 in the morning. So that's two hours on the road that you didn't need. So I used to have to wake up at like by 5.30, I'm on the road. By 5.45, 15 minutes, I'm in the office. And um, so that I avoid the jam that would have otherwise started at 6. So I remember I used to wake up at, at like 4, get ready. Um, yeah, I, I, I was very determined. I was very, 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 very intentional with the things I was doing. So that was great. Those amazing weekends would come with God, party with my friends. It was great. Then came the end of the contract and I was left thinking, okay, I got a taste of what it was. And this is exactly the life I wanted. And 
I was working for an NGO, so yes, it was serving a bigger purpose in life than other than financial um sustenance. I was getting a good pay. I was um if if I if I could stay longer, maybe I'd have increased or I would have climbed up a ladder one way or another, even if it's through the years, I didn't mind. I would have gotten to a certain place in life where I would get all the things that I wanted, which was weird for me. And even working for an international organization or NGO, you have the maybe at the time I thought you have maybe the capacity or the you could get the opportunity to go work maybe in another country for a few years on contract, whatever, you know those things, yeah? So that happened. And then I used to think like that, that is. Then the contract ended in around three months later, which is around um, April 2018, 20, 20, sorry, 2015. So now was to now, I, okay, I had a taste of all that and I had an idea. So I was like, okay, the next, the what I want to do intentional is get a job that, get us, do a study or continue my studies in something that will enable me to get into that kind of career. So fast forward to September 2015, and I decided to start a postgraduate degree, master's in international relations. And I felt like um, that would enable me to implement my life in a way that would serve others socially. I would, I don't know, I would be attached to a greater cause. It wouldn't just be about getting money and getting out and partying and drinking. It would be about running projects, going crazy in the office just to make someone else's life better. And that was good enough for me. So I signed my course in September 2015. I moved out. I, I, I moved out to live closer to school. And I remember I used to look for work throughout the day. Like I used to send CVs. I used to go on job job search agencies or websites and just put anything I could and I still wasn't getting any feedback so I used to do it was a part-time course so yes it's in the evening so throughout the day from eight in the morning to five you're free because classes used to start at around five thirty so five thirty to nine so oh I did my I, I'm still pursuing <laughs> I did my uh postgraduate in United States International University in Kenya, which is USIU Africa. It's a great institu institution, by the way. It has a great system. For me, I, I felt like the system was so amazing. So um, I signed my course and I really loved it. I really, like, I loved my course. But I will be honest with you, I didn't do... It was kind of a breeze, for, not a breeze, but I didn't... I didn't read hard, but somehow my grades are still good. You get it? So, um, I'm not bragging, by the way. It's just, it's just the truth. So, somehow I was doing well in class. Somehow. I wasn't really putting my best foot forward. But I was getting the good results. So, um, throughout that time, I was looking for jobs. I was searching. And the course was two years. So, it was started in 2015. It was to end in 2017. I kept looking for work. At some point, I even remember going to my lecturer's office. Uh, I don't know if I should put his name. I shouldn't. But he really helped me, you guys. He helped me edit my CV. He told me what, how to phrase certain things that I was writing wrong. 
you know, he helped me edit, format, everything. And he went to the extent, you guys, people are great at that. There are people who just want to help others. You, uh, this, this is just a side note. Like, there are people who want to help other people. It's not about, oh, I'm better than you or whatever. There are people who actually want to help you. So my lecturer was so sweet. He was so nice. He even went to the extent and he told me, I will send you my CV. Disclaimer, do not send it to anyone else. So he sent me his CV and I, and I, and I, and I edited based on the language. Like I would copy the words he used. Like I would not copy, sorry. I would borrow like certain words or I would phrase it the way he phrased it in his, you know, not, I wasn't writing what, I wasn't copying, like copying. I was just like learning the format, you know, going through it, learning. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. And that worked out well, I guess. Because from that time, oh no, that didn't work out well. I, okay. Now this whole time I'm applying for jobs, there's nothing, no reject letter, no call, nothing, just silence. So I'm like, okay, I'll keep doing it. And that's when I decided to change my um, CV. Now, after I edited my CV, I still didn't get jobs. So I, I was like, okay, now let me start looking for my classmates who are already working. Maybe they'll help me with some sort of guide. You know, you don't even get need to get, I don't want you to get me a job. Just help me out with how to think, how to edit, how to, you know. I just wanted to learn because I had never been employed other than my, the my short stint at internship. So I, I got a classmate, um, shout out to her. She helped me and she took me to one of my friends who was at the time a director at a company and he was doing great. And he was also amazing. You guys, there are people out there, I promise you, there are people out there who are just bred with integrity. And I promise you, they are great. They will help you. They'll help you edit. They will follow up. And he, I was blessed to also be followed up he followed up on me as just like my lecturer. He followed up on me. He helped me. He would call me and be like, have you gotten work? I'm still looking for you. And he would not, you know, you know, he would try and connect me to people who maybe would either help me write my CV, you know, something. And he was so helpful and he was so kind to me. And I am so grateful for him. And these are people, disclaimer, um, these are people who did not, want anything from me like they didn't ask me you know being a woman it's very easy for a guy to be like you'll see you'll take me i'll take you out on a date or you know they'll want some sort of privilege from you or something back i did not get asked for it this is me telling you that they're great human beings out there so he helped me out and i remember that was throughout 20 i think 2016 if i'm not wrong yeah so after the second him, he was the second guy to help me out. So after he helped me with my CV again, which I edited again and kept editing, I started getting like calls like from people like, hi, we saw your CV it was great. But they'd call me just to check like general information, talk to me, how I sound. You know, sometimes you just want to know who you are, how you sound. And I now started getting rejection letters like, sorry, we, you are great, but you didn't quite make the cut or something. So I started feeling like the universe was returning, was speaking to me and was, instead of silence, I was not getting, even if it's a rejection, I was happy about the rejection, you guys. I was feeling like, okay, someone is listening to me. So uh, after that is when, that was 2016. 
I think I went for around two interviews that I didn't actually get called through. And that also left me frustrated. But you see, you guys, we're so human that we'll get out of our bad place to a better place, which is not the best place, but it's still... It's not the best place, but it's still better than where you are. But you're still going to complain about the bad things. So I was getting rejection letters. I was going for interviews, but I was not seeing the blessing. I was seeing, like, how come people are not calling me? What's wrong with me? Now that's when my whole bout of fear started kicking in. Like, I'm trying to explain to you. This whole story is to explain to you the struggles that I have in hardships and maybe perceptions that I have today of myself and of my life that I struggle with presently. So that was just um, 2016. 2017 began and I was still getting interviews. I would get like, I would um, get, I would send my CV, get like, you know those tests they send back, IQ tests, I would pass them, you guys. And then I would get, um, after that IQ test, it, should, it used to be like the character personality test. Like str those questions for strongly agree, somewhat agree. You know those questions that gauge how you perceive things and how <clears throat> you think of things. Sorry. So, I was getting all those things back. But I still wasn't seeing the blessing. This is someone who's complaining about the silence from the universe. Western, you are sending CVs, no one is replying. This time you're sending CVs, people are replying. They like you, but they don't like you enough to hire you. So that was my problem. I was still complaining. Okay, I was grateful, but I was still... I was feeling like, okay, what, what is it? What is it about me? So after that, you guys, I... What happened after that? Oh, 2017. Now 2017 is the year my course is supposed to end. I finished my coursework by around April 2017. And I had I had time to finish, to start my thesis and everything. But imagine you guys, I did not start my thesis. So I didn't make it to graduate in August 2017. So in April 2017, I finished my coursework. I'm only left with thesis. And thesis is entirely your own individual hard work and progress yeah so i didn't actually make it to do it i don't know I, I think i was so scared of the idea of a project and thesis and where do i start i'm not i don't have a foundation i don't even know what question what thesis question i'm gonna post or whatever you know there's nothing i had concrete so i even got a supervisor who kind of knew what i wanted but she was waiting on me to to tell her what it is that I felt comfortable with. Whew. So April 2017, like I said, I had moved closer to school. I decided to move back home because, well, I don't want to waste rent. Um, I'm not really going to classes. There's nothing tying me to school. And if I'm doing my thesis, I can basically write it at home, take it to school, talk to my, in, in, um, what is it called? Your supervisor. She guides you through it. You, you work, and, you know, until you graduate. So I didn't actually finish. So by June 2017, this whole time from April to June, I am working. I'm working for my mom. I'm doing some work for my mom, some accounting and stuff like that. But at the same time, bookkeeping, whatever. But at the same time, I'm looking for work like NGOs. And this was me looking because I knew there are guys who are working, who are, who got their, their, their employment opportunities through just by their undergrad degree. But we're being supported either by your transcript at work, like the jobs I was getting were 
they would see that I'm a student of master's and they would want to see my CV. And my CV was great. Like, not my CV, sorry, my transcript for my studies. And it was great. So the grades were good. And my GPA was excellent. Yeah. Um, except that one semester. <laughs> but yeah, my GPA was actually very... Okay, it was okay. It was, it was great. Based on the, G, the grades they were looking for. So... <clears throat> by great i mean good enough not great at your awesome just great good enough so um in june 2017 i remember i had lost so much faith in the universe no i got an amazing oh my god you guys i got oof shout out to these companies who actually look for students and they actually follow through to what they are looking for they're companies who post jobs but they already have internal you know, they already have people to fill it internally, but they're just posting the job to seem like they're looking for people and to seem credible and genuine in their job search, but they already have people to fill it in. Now, this company is an international like company, yeah? And it is, oh my God, you guys, it was amazing. The job they were offering was for master's students who are about to finish their degree. And they were, oh, this company, God, I think about that job title. I was just like, oh my goodness. It was, um, it was a training for managed, like top management. And you would do X amount of years. Um, okay, let me just say the years. Three years training in different locations around the globe. Yeah. Like it is a leading company in the world, you guys. So I remember I was like, okay, let me just send my CV. Cause, um, uh, and, at the, and I remember the first job uh, post was, I think, somewhere in New Zealand. And if not, it was Washington, D.C. So I was like, oh, my God, that is amazing. And they were paying six-figure salary, you guys. Like, it was amazing. It was an amazing option. And it was training. It wasn't like you're going to start working. They were going to train you while paying you, while taking care of you, while you learn from them and you know it was it was give and give back you get it was just amazing so i sent my cv i was like okay you know what god this is me sending my cv universe listen to me this is me sending my cv my cv went through you guys i was like oh my god that's amazing so after the cv um i think i did a test this iq test and i actually passed you guys i passed i did not think it was so hard but i actually passed like a legit pass. I was like, oh, I passed this test. I'm not a genius or anything, but I passed. Like this was, and it was not an easy test. And it was those time tests for like 15 minutes. And there are all these numbers and graphs. And you have to just calculate your life through it. And I'm not great at math. So I passed the test. Then they sent me, uh, I think an IQ, was it a personality test? And I passed you guys again. I was like, oh God, you are listening to me. Thank you. Then came the last point, which was an interview, a video interview, because it's an international organization. Everyone had to send in the, they would post questions, you answer through a video, you send a recording, and they would um, evaluate all the feedback they got and then, you know, shortlist you. Now, if you are shortlisted, they would send out an executive to either interview you or you would be flown out to a certain location or the headquarters or whatever or the location you were supposed to be and be interviewed like physically and um but that was like the final 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 step 
So this was like the second last step and I had made it, you guys. Then I did the video interview. I remember I did it like at one in the morning. And after that, I, I they sent me a rejection letter saying, we were so, you were so great. Thank you for trying it out. But we shortlisted certain people. And I was like, oh, so heartbroken, you guys. But I think that's what broke me f the most. So, Sheila is broken at on in June 2017. I'm broken by, I mean, broken, does not want to send any more CVs. I literally took my laptop. I got so frustrated, you guys. I took out my laptop. I sat down. I wrote a list of, like, 250 individual. The, like, I went back from 2013 and checked every company that I ever sent my CV to. And I wrote down the name of that company, NGO, business, whatever it was. And I felt like... I have to show this to someone and I remember showing it to my mom because maybe the I, I don't know why I was so worried about the perception of my parents. Maybe they thought I was wasting my time. But if I look really deeply, it was me who felt like my life is wasting itself. Yeah. So I remember showing my mom like, mom, if you guys ever think I don't do anything or make any effort to look for work or, you know, progress my own life individually, then you're wrong. Look at this whole list. And those 250 companies or 200 companies, you guys, I think it was more than 200 guys. Legit, I promise you. It was more than 200 guys. So I usually round it to 250 to 20. Those companies were individual emails like to X company and you can see the name. What about the job CVs I sent through job agencies, websites? You know, they don't send you an email. They just take in your... Um, CV and uh, send to the guy who <clears throat> the employer. So I had already, I was already part of like over ten job website job seeking websites. Yeah, I was sending CVs nonstop, you guys. So that's what that last thing was. Just felt like the legit, like legit the universe telling me, Sheila, you're just you're good enough, but you're not you're good, but you're not good enough. Yeah, and that broke me, you guys. It broke my essence it broke everything that i had that i was that i thought i was and this is a girl who thought she was intelligent who had put together who somehow even if i was not perfect i had a standing somewhere so um i remember that was the time i had started just importing i used to import some random stuff like earrings phone cases i used to just buy stuff online for like you know x amount and i would just import yeah and at the time i remember i was telling you i was bookkeeping for my mom so i was getting a bit of money while staying home so um, my expenditure wasn't great so what i do i do i use my money on such stuff and i remember my first shipment when i got it i think it was like either november no yeah november 2017 and i remember i was with my two friends from my uh, my postgrad which is uh gk shout out to you we were in his car with sheila um, Murugi, oh my friend, love you. We, I remember opening all my packages and they were like, "Oh my god, how did you do this?" And I'm like, oh, "I was just doing it for fun." And they're like, "Are you serious?" Yeah. And they were small, stupid, like silly accessories that you know people who are used to shipping big stuff. You know, for me it was such a, it was just a great thing. I just loved it. So I was buying stuff and shipping it. Small, small things, accessories, phone cases, phone phone screen guards all these things yeah so i remember my mom noticing like 
you really like to do this stuff. So why don't you make a career out of it? And she did it out of love because she felt maybe this, she could see I was broken from the whole, I have no purpose in life kind of situation. So from then on, guys, is when the fear kicked. You know that fear of life, like, and this is something I have never told anyone. I don't even think my boyfriend of four years knows that this is what I feel deep down. And the reason I put out this podcast is because I realized that this is actually the problem that I am facing right now. I, I wasn't able to name it last year. And I'm still, I wasn't, haven't been able to like, you know, put it in a perfect sentence by which can describe exactly where I am in life or where, where have, where I have come from. But yesterday I was able to do it. And that was after listening to a podcast. Um, it's called Happy Place by Femme. I don't remember her last name, but yes, uh, she's amazing. Her podcasts are amazing. And I remember she was um, interviewing an author called Mark someone. I'm sorry. I couldn't remember his name. But he was a, he's an uh, author and he was talking about his depression and how person, like he was so... Like, his, his, when he talks about his stint in depression or his, not stint, I'm so sorry, his um, experience or his, uh, you know, his, his plight, he was so, what he was speaking of clicked so well with me. And that's when I found my answer. So you guys, podcasts, videos, all these things that people are actually real with their pain, with their failures with our successes take time to just maybe it will maybe it will connect with what you're going through or something so that's when the fear kicked in 2017 and that's the fear of maybe i have no purpose because i am going to die young and even saying it now i feel like touching wood a thousand times so that i don't drop dead the next second but that's what like that's exactly what happened i was like maybe this is not like i don't have any purpose in life because i have no life that will continue you know and from that moment i started feeling impending doom like i could die the next second so i used to be like i wouldn't want he stopped going out like a lot actually people don't know this i don't even think i swear if my brother listens to me this will be like you're so stupid but no one knows, not my parents, not my brother, not my best friend, who is my boyfriend, who's been an amazing partner. Thank you so much, babe. No one knows this, but it's because I feel like I have no plight in the future. Like, my future is not there. So, what is it about me? Like, I started fearing, like, going out. I stopped going out because I'll be like, oh my god, maybe I'll die in a car crash or something. Or maybe I'll drink too much and I die from over-drinking. Or, or I would... <clears throat> maybe I'll go somewhere and then I don't know. I started having crazy and I I'm sorry to use the word crazy. Crazy is not the right thing. I started having let me call them ridiculous thoughts, but they had meaning, guys. The people who go through pain to the point where they feel like maybe I'm going through this because there is no purpose for me. And at some point I'll just drop dead. And that would be the my whole life story. So that was my fear. And that fear has manifested for over a year, guys. 
So that's that started in November 2017. December 2017, my mom is like, you know what? I'm looking at you and you're going to go insane in this house. I want you to have your own life as much as you do. And I was thinking, maybe you can make a hobby out of the things that you import. So that's how my business started. And I started buying beauty things, uh, earrings, like I said, all this girly stuff that I liked importing myself, the things that I liked. And funny enough, the things I imported that I liked actually sold out. So I was like, oh, maybe God, this is what I need to do. This is coming from a person who has never known what her purpose in life is. And to this very day, I still don't know what my purpose in life is. Like the people who wake up and they're like, I know I'm going to be a doctor and I'm going to be a great doctor. And that's what they do. So for me, it didn't like, I st I'm just like, okay, maybe is it, maybe I still need to finish school and union. Oh, I didn't finish my uh, postgraduate. Even this year, by August 2018, I still hadn't finished my postgraduate degree. So I'm still here to finish it in 2019, guys. And it's not something I'm proud of, but let me just explain to you what happened. So, and it's probably an excuse, but hey. So my mom opens a shop for me, pays for a shop, like without even asking me. I remember she didn't even ask me. She paid and I'm like, baby, I've paid. And I'm like, what? And then I started to panic because I'm like, you know, like I wasn't even sure this was a hobby. This was something I was doing. And again, I was afraid. And I was like, okay, you know what, Sheila, you can't say no. At first I actually said, no, mom, I can't do this. I don't have money for stock. I don't have anything. What are we going to build a shop with? And I said, no, mom, I can't afford it. And she was like, girl, I already paid. So after my mom opened the shop, I continued the business here. And all through January to, eight, to July, guys, the shop did not pick. My stock was still there. Guys are not buying. They were buying online stuff. But physical guys passing through the shop, buying stuff, it was not happening. Or it used to happen, like, very rarely. So, Sheila, what does Sheila do? Because she doesn't have capital. She didn't have any form of sustenance. I had to close the shop, you guys. That was so painful for me. That was so painful. June June 2018. I, July beginning 2018. That was just the heartbreak of all heartbreaks. And that's when the fear of death of i have no purpose so maybe i'm gonna die young started like it it continued and it grew like exponentially like i would not go out i would not want to get out of my house because <gasps> not because it's not like you, you can only die outside but yeah like i said having bad thoughts and this is to anyone who's afraid of such things and has such fears it's not real trust me it's not real Trust me, I go out and I do my errands and I come back and I'm fine. And that is to say, there is a purpose for me. So from July 2018, guys, to right now, which is 31st October, I am still doing my business. I do online businesses. I have recently gotten a contract for some items, which I am so thankful for. So all I'm waiting for is some documents to pass through, you know, the government and everything. And... After that, good Lord, I am placing every ounce of energy, hope, faith, belief I have into that thing, into those contracts. And I know somehow God has a plan for me. I know things are going to happen and things are going to work. But that is not to say I don't have my fears. I panic every second about my purpose. About, about sorry, 
about this impending doom like something bad is going to happen to me and that's why i don't have purpose that's why my life is not progressing that's why i seem to be stuck in time that's why i seem to be stuck in some weird rut that i never get jobs i never get businesses i can't i can't do this i can't do that believe you me baby darling mister whoever you are everyone is struggling with something you're going to be fine false evidence appearing real this is therapy for me and this i pray to dear god is therapy for someone else for them to feel like they're not alone you're not alone please don't hurt yourself don't want bad things for yourself don't hurt others um do something that makes you happy for me i've recently started my whole spirituality my whole spirituality hey i'm sorry sorry for that <clears throat> sorry spiritual my spiritual journey I started it again. Um, whew, it's I'm I'm starting to read the Bible again. I'm reading stories mostly of women, women of faith, um, Esther, Ruth, all these people. Like I'm trying to look for um, stories that can build on my woman, my experience as a woman, faith, and all those things. Second, I'm I'm doing things that I love. I I am reading. I read, I'm starting to read again. I used to be an avid, like avid, like <gasps> I'd read like three. I would even read a whole two novels in a day. Like I was that crazy. So I'm starting, I've picked up my, um, my reading habits again, which are really therapeutic. Like it's so therapeutic for me. Um, this podcast is probably going to come as a shock to my friends my family my maybe my partner my boyfriend who's been with you for four years love you babe thank you so much for always being there for me i don't think they they've ever known that i have this weird fear of impending doom like i have no purpose and maybe i will you know pass on young but somehow i know god has a plan for like i know there's a future i just don't know how to get there and what entails me getting there so Every time I think of that, now the doom starts, the doom part starts to kick into my brain. But somehow, somewhere, guys, I know everything is going to be okay. I just need to decode it in my own Sheila language, my own Lane Sheila. You know, everyone has their own language, like the way things compute in your head, the way you understand something is not the way someone else understands something. For me, I know God is faithful. I know God is kind. I know the universe. Um, if you want something with all of you the universe helps conspires you to helping you achieve it paulo quello i believe that a hundred percent i just have moments of doubt like really very many moments of doubt and i want to tell anyone who's feeling doubtful who's feeling insecure who's feeling scared all the time who's feeling fearful you are not girl you whoever you are man mister girl boy whatever you are you're not alone and you're going to be fine and in those moments i would ask you to practice positivity practice love practice kindness it's not easy it is not it is easy there's days you don't want to wake up you wake up so early but you go back to bed or you go back to, to doing something that's not really important because you think about what's the point i want to encourage you and tell you there's a point to what you want to do there's a purpose there is 
there is purpose, there is worth, there is a value to you. There is value to what you want to do because that's your soul, who God created you to be, who are you cre- who you are created as, who you are as a person. The way those quirks, those characteristics, they were created in you for a purpose. And you are a blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing. And that I got from Yami Mami. She is a Kenyan vlogger. She's amazing. I love her vlogs. She said something that she learned in church. And she heard in her church. Which is you are blessed to be a blessing. That stuck with me. I I, I watched the, the video today. And I was like that makes so much sense. And that goes in tune with even your quirkiness. The weird things about you, the things that you feel are weird or people don't understand. If you're an introvert and you just like reading your books and you just like, I don't know, you're not a social or you're an extrovert and you're all over the place and people just are kind of like always around you. There is a purpose to you, the way you were created, the way you were formed, the way you were, the way you are, exactly the way you are. You are perfect and there's a reason for you. And I want you to feel like there's purpose for you. And there's purpose for your struggle. There's purpose for your hardship. It's to make you stronger. It's to make you more sure than you were before of the things in your life to come. And whew, it's not been easy sharing all those things. And I and I'm, I'm, I feel like seeing them in the universe just... You know the way you feel like you've jinxed yourself? But... I know for sure God is listening to me and I am his child and he loves me and he loves every one of you. And the universe is going to reward your happiness, your your hard work, your kindness. You, you as a person, you don't even need to do anything. You are worth it and you're valuable and you have your purpose. And if you would like to talk, if you would like to send me, you can talk to me through sending me an email. Sheila at outlook.com i'll say that again lean sheila at outlook.com that's l y double at outlook.com you can send me an email tell me everything send me the longest email you've ever sent send me um your feedback tell me whatever you're going through and i will get back to you and like I said, everyone has their own language. Everyone has their own <laughs> decoding language that they understand. You know, I could send you the most words of encouragement, but only you can decode it to what you perceive. And uh, that's okay. And that's okay to feel like you have your own language and you're waiting to decode it. Because me personally, I'm still waiting to decode mine, yeah? But I'm here for anyone who's struggling. And I, I sent out this podcast to show you that not no one's life is perfect and everyone's going through something. So don't feel like you're alone in it or you're, you have feelings and you're just the worst person in the world. No, 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 no. Everyone, everyone who even seems like they have the biggest, best cars, best houses, there's something they are going through somehow, some way. There are parts of themselves they're not secure with or afraid of or you know no one is 100 percent happy all the time that's a lie so yeah i just want to encourage you and to encourage myself as well and if you want to talk like i said send me an email you can send me a voice and audio message on anchor 
I am on, uh, we are on Instagram. My page is on Instagram. It's called Authentic Living KE because Authentic Living was taken. Thanks, Instagram. And you can send me a DM. You can send me a quote. You can send me anything, a meme, something that will make you laugh, make me laugh, make everyone else laugh. Just get back to me. We can talk. Um, Uh, moving forward, my episodes won't be just about me and oh how I'm feeling. No, 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 no. I intend to speak to other people on topics such as you know um, money, maybe financial, uh, financial sustenance, uh, maybe authenticity and womanhood, maybe authenticity and sex, maybe authenticity and marriage, maybe an authenticity and happiness. You know things that I want people to be real with. You know I want to be real with, and not help people who feel like oh, i'm the only one whose life is not going per no 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 everyone's life is not perfect and i want you to just have faith and understand that so thank you so much for listening um rate like review this podcast subscribe please subscribe i am on so many avenues i'm on Castbox. i am on anchor i am spotify i'm on apple podcast i am on um I am on authentic, I mean, sorry, <laughs> Authentic Living is the name of this podcast. I am on uh, Stitcher, I am on Pocket Cast, I am on Overcast, I am on so many podcasts, guys. I'm on Google Podcasts, and it's all free. So, hope to catch you next time, and sending you lots, lots, lots of love for just being you. Not being the best version of yourself, not being the worst, just being you wherever you are. Sending you so much love for just being you. And for all those people who are themselves, they're loud, they're audacious, they're I I honest, they're strong, they're quirky, they're I honestly admire you and respect to all of you and for all those people who want to be themselves, be yourself. And the rest will just come. So thank you and see you next time i will try my best to record a podcast every week and if i don't do that remind me remind me send me an email or something and yeah see you guys next time bye well not technically see you later catch you later guys bye thanks for listening